Mother's Day coming up this uh, weekend. It's on Sunday, as always. And maybe you were thinking of jewelry for mom. Well, if you're going to or you've gone to Pandora, that diamond maybe you picked up for mom might not be from a mine. No, Pandora has announced that they will no longer use mined diamonds. Robin Gambier is the CEO of the Fairtrade Jewelry Company, and he joins us for more on this, uh, what looks like to be a major shakeup in the industry here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Robin, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm well. Thanks. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, Pandora is the world's largest jewelry maker. Just uh, what, first off, are they going to replace mined diamonds with? Uh, well, from the news reports, uh, uh, live-grown diamonds, um, as you said. And I think that's uh, a, a good and logical uh, choice for them. Um, they're a Danish company, so they uh, tend to have a lot of progressive values. And um, I think our industry is um, confronting or coming to terms with the notion that maybe digging holes in the ground all over the earth isn't as good an idea as it once was. Yeah. That's what's precipitated this decision by Pandora. And do you expect a, a lot of other uh, companies, uh, the jewelry industry, to have a uh, major shakeup here over this? Um, our company has been um, uh, offering lab-grown diamonds for um, the last five years um, because from our perspective, it's a, it's a sustainable choice. Uh, we still continue to offer Canadian mine diamonds, and we also offer recycled diamonds. So there are different trends in the industry. I think that one of the trends that's going to follow on to the lab-grown diamonds is uh, circular economies, which would basically be taking a lot of the existing uh, diamonds that exist in jewelry, and uh, when it's passed down generationally, like, you know, reusing it. And uh, I think that's a trend that you're going to see uh, next after the lab-grown uh, diamonds. And yes, they are coming on uh, strong. And uh, I think for consumers, um, they can't tell the difference. Chemically, there is no difference. Um, I think that the jewelers who uh, are making a stand saying they won't sell them or they won't offer them are a bit short-sighted, maybe a little bit too uh, traditional, because it's what consumers want. It's not really what the jeweler thinks. Their opinion doesn't matter. Well, tell us a bit about a lab-produced or lab-grown diamond. Just exactly how do they make a diamond in a laboratory? Well, it's basically recreating the uh, what happens in nature, but at a much faster pace and under more controlled conditions. Um, so it's uh, chemically the same. It's, it's optically the same. And uh, honestly, within the industry, we laser engrave the side of them because um, without specialized equipment, we can't tell the difference. So there ostensibly is no difference. Um, they have the same grading reports that mine diamonds do. They're just a different product, uh, a different class of product, a different price point. The quality is the same. Um, they have the same grading standards. Uh, we, we, like I said, we've had them for five years. We're quite uh, happy with them, so are our customers. Yeah, tell us a bit more about the customer response, if you could here, uh, Robin, because uh, are there some customers that just don't believe that a, a diamond can be produced in a laboratory, and if it is, it's not a quote-unquote real diamond? Uh, they, they might come in believing that, and then we'll show them two diamonds with exactly the same grade and the same shape side by side, and they cannot tell the difference. And then when they're... Um, told the price, and um, it's sometimes literally half of what the mine diamond is, uh, they choose to 
go with the lab grown one. <laughs> they change their mind rather quickly. Yeah, I was going to ask you about uh, price because uh, obviously it's produced in a laboratory. It's not uh, sourced or dug out of the ground in a mine. There is a uh, substantial price difference. Um, yeah, uh, especially when you get into the larger uh, and 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 finer ones. Um, you know, they, they, there's the, the quantity of lab-grown diamonds is actually pretty small. Um, there are many more mine diamonds available on the market right now, so it's still kind of a niche product, but it's growing at such a pace that I think that the vested interests are finding it uh, rather alarming and, um, you know, are trying to, um, you know, create a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt in consumers' mind around this product when it's basically just an alternative and arguably a more sustainable one. Now, I've seen some headlines that uh, suggest that uh, the jewelry industry is an industry that is uh, very slow to, to change. Do you think that that is changing, if you will, when it comes uh, to these uh, lab-made uh, diamonds? Uh, I think that, y- yes, that's the short answer. I think that you're going to find, uh, we've already seen that the, some, of the, some of the people who, uh, who are resistant to change, people who didn't have e-commerce, you know, your um, very traditional old school jewelers have closed up shop. Um, this is a trend that was going ongoing before the pandemic. Uh, it's been accelerated by the pandemic. And um, the people who are um, still standing, the people who are still doing business as, as we are, um, are, are the ones who are progressive in their values and, and, and they're, they have open minds and they're tech, tech enabled and tech savvy. And yeah, I, I think things are changing. Yeah, just finally, I was going to ask you about that because I've got some facts in front of me here that uh, say the global diamond revenues have decreased anywhere between 15 to 30 percent last year during the uh, pandemic and production has fallen some uh, 20 percent. But you think that uh, these lab grown diamonds are kind of the the way forward for the industry? Uh, I think I think it's going to take a few years. I think they're going to they're going to definitely increase their share uh, in the diamond market. Um, a lot of the uh, producers uh, have, have switched to cutting them, um, at least partially. Um, the De Beers um, sites for rough, the sale of rough from their mines, um, they've increased their prices because demand is strong. Uh, one of the interesting th- um, results of the pandemic is that, um, as one of our clients told, told me, she said, everyone I know is either breaking up or getting married. And... There's been a lot of activity in people's personal relationships, and uh, some of it is like deciding that they want to move forward with their relationship and, and make you know a commitment and make that commitment with with a diamond or a gemstone or, or some piece of jewelry. Um, but sometimes that's also, as I mentioned earlier, that's like a family diamond that came from their grandmother or a family member, and that's actually a really great choice that has no carbon footprint. So, you know, if you take it in, in order, in terms of environmental impact, a mine diamond has the greatest impact, a lab diamond next. But if you want zero impact, get something that already exists. Really, really uh, interesting stuff. Uh, Robin, I really appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Uh, thanks so much and enjoy your weekend. You too. Thank you so much for the chat. All right. Robin Gambier is the CEO of the Fair Trade Jewelry Company.